everyone, and welcome to this special episode of Watch No Evil. This is Matt. And this is Zach. And in continuing with our new series on The Simpsons Treehouse of Horrors, today we will be taking a look at Treehouse of Horror 2, which is the fifth episode of The Simpsons' third season. I wanted to say that I think that the greatest innovation that The Simpsons came up with for the second episode is the introduction of the scary names where they would replace the names of staff members that worked on the episode with some sort of superlative or adjective that fit the Halloween theme. For example, Al Jean, the noted writer of The Simpsons, became awful Al Jean. And they also started to get a little bit more clever and punny with like the tombstone names at the beginning Mm -hmm. of the show as well well the tombstones only lasted like a few seasons right yeah it it doesn't continue i think that that's probably fine because as the show goes on the complexity of the actual parody Mm -hmm. increases with (laughs) each successive one so they don't have time to do these like extended bits where in the first one they just read the raven and so to get into the episode again we get a trio of stories being told the first is a parody of the monkey's paw the second is a parody of the twilight zone episode called it's a good life and the third is really difficult to pin down i couldn't tell because i think that this is the first one that's like a little bit more complex because it's got a little bit of frankenstein Mm -hmm. it's a little bit of metropolis and it's a little bit of the with two heads. I think this is actually a very important one because it starts mixing things. And you see that a lot later on of they start Mm -hmm. taking elements from here and there. And we did get a little bit in the first episode, like with the Poltergeist parody, like there are elements from other kind of like haunted house type movies. But in this one, I think it was like mainly Frankenstein, but Mm -hmm. yeah, Metropolis a little bit too, (laughs) just because like of Mr. Burns and the robot. But it is interesting how that kind of like a jumping off point, which I think is great. You know, when we first talked about doing this podcast, remember how an idea that we toyed around with was like actually doing two horror movies for each episode and like kind of trying Mm -hmm. to like mash them up and trying to imagine a plot where elements from both mixed up. So... (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it's always great when we see stuff like that. Yeah, and I'm so glad that we didn't do that uh, for the actual <laughs> oh. podcast because, oh. God, that would have been so much work. And probably not as appealing to listen to. <laughs> yeah, for sure. With these, I think that the rapper narrative comparatively is a little bit weaker than the first one. The rapper narrative that ties all of the stories together is that Bart, Lisa, and Homer on Halloween have eaten too much Halloween candy and are having a nightmare. And so we begin with Lisa's nightmare. Obviously, the monkey's paw, I think, is a great reference to make because there's so much that you can do with Mm -hmm. that, like, malicious genie sort of wish thing where if you're not specific enough about the wish, it'll go back bad and i love that maggie's <laughs> wish is a new pacifier which has no downsides well it's the, a gold and was a solid gold pacifier or something like that but it, it has no downsides well it's the, it's the simplicity of of the infant you know yeah the child because when lisa She's wishes innocent. for lisa wishes for world peace that's when things go 
go wrong, actually. I think that it's funny that Bart wishes for The Simpsons to be rich and famous, and, <laughs> and that one's also not really well, that's also, that bad. That's also really funny and, like, self-aware, because that's, like like I said last episode, this is when The Simpsons, like, you start seeing Simpsons merchandise and, like, Bart Simpson t-shirts, and uh, it's just it's funny because, like, they are, in reality, in our world, they are rich and famous. <laughs> yeah, which is crazy since it's season three. Right. And they, they really sort of, like, blew it up into a into a cultural phenomenon with that. But I thought that that was funny. Well, there's, like, a, the montage of all the merchandise, too. And <laughs> so, Zach, if you had a monkey's paw, what would your first wish be? Um, just to be happy. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? I was thinking along the same lines, you know, because you want something that isn't going to backfire. And I think I'd wish for death. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's simple. What's going to go wrong there? You get what you want. There's no stakes involved. Like, it's easy. You find out hell is real. I don't know. That that could be it. (laughs) (laughs) That also would necessitate me going to hell. And I think that I'm a good Christian. So... Um, Another great one where Lisa is the cause of their their demise in this one. Yeah, you know what just Again. occurred to me? Like in uh, The Thing from Another World, it's like the scientist, the, the seeker of knowledge is the, is the bringer of doom. <laughs> That's Lisa a lot of times. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, I, I also really like when they finally get back to their house after being on the trip and Marge just says, there's something I don't like about that severed hand. <laughs> Yeah. And it just points out, like, the ridiculousness of having a severed monkey paw and, like, just, like, the situational humor of it. And then the the dry turkey sandwich at the end, which is really, like, because <laughs> Homer is very, very specific about how he wants his sandwich to the monkey paw. And he's like, and no funny business. I know what you're trying to do. And he's the whole thing keeps going. And then the turkey ends up being dry. And it's just, it seems so simple. <laughs> I love Bart's dream. And you know, the episode of Twilight Zone, It's a Good Life, is, I think, one of the scariest Twilight Zone episodes. I think that's also, like, the most iconic. One of the most iconic episodes. One of the most iconic. I would call... Time enough at last, the most iconic. What what happens in that one again? It's the end of the world, and he finally has all the books, and he drops his glasses, and they break. I don't know if I remember that one. Okay, what about the Midnight Sun? I don't know the names of these. And then there's also the one with the oh, there's something on the wing. Uh, yeah, or I mean like twenty thousand feet. I, I don't know. This is the one. The one. Uh, one of the most iconic to me, though, because they redid what was the Twilight Zone like kind of spinoff thing that they did in like the eighties. Night Gallery. Yeah, they did this in Night Gallery too, and the Night Night Gallery version of this was like fucking scary. Um, but yeah, I, I do agree that it's like one of the most terrifying ideas, and I think this is just such a good concept, you know, in Bart being like, of course, the problem child. I love the fact too that they do mimic some of the shots that you get from Mm -hmm. it's a good life because the thing about the good it's a good life that is so like astonishing is they only focus on the reactions of the people they don't actually show the sort of grotesqueness of what the thing is that he's done like when he reanimates the 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 dead animals or Mm -hmm. when he turns the one guy into the -the jack-in-the-box it's done through through like shadow on the wall to like show what happened and in this one they mimic that same thing but then they they pull back the curtain and they go a little bit further because they can, because it's an animated show. 
I mean, the Twilight Zone is so iconic, but at the same time, it's easy to boil down an episode to a single sentence about what happens. Just like some of the <laughs> some of the things, because the whole idea is, oh, you have to be happy or he gets upset and, you know, does his terrible magic. And when he has Otto let him drive the school bus <laughs> and Otto is just laughing as he's pressing the brake and, and the accelerator and yeah. he's going, we're going to die, aren't we? And he's got this huge yeah. smile on his face. I think that the third one in this set is the least remarkable. Would you agree? Yeah. Like we said, I, it's a good like amalgamation of things, but it's also just like, it, because of that, it's just like, oh, it's just horror shit. Like you yeah. got the Frankenstein, Mr. Burns makes the employee robot and then they put Homer's brain in it. And I think that was more of the outlet of like, we're going to do the normal like Simpsons things with Mr. Burns putting Homer's brain on his head and he goes, look at me, I'm Davy Crockett. <laughs> it's just like this, yeah. this stupid humor of that. It's fine. Yeah, I just... I think it was just weaker in terms of quality. But, you know, there's always going to be a, an outlier in the quality. Like, in the first one, I would say that The Raven is not as successful as the other two. It was entertaining, but it's, you know, just, like you said, not as remarkable. That doesn't mean we don't get to talk about it, though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I... I I, I liked how Homer actually became like a grave digger. That was kind of a, a fun concept and one that they've probably done on another episode, like a full episode. <laughs> Why do I feel like I'm remembering this somewhere else? I think that Homer has had every job that one person can possibly yeah. have. See, and that's that's the great thing too, is like for these episodes, these Treehouse of Horror episodes, like there's always new material. I think that even if the Simpsons as a series ends, I think that they could keep doing Treehouse of Horrors. Even if it turned into we're just doing Treehouse of Horror now, I would not be mad. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like the special that happens once a year and it's like they make another Treehouse of Horror. Like, I'd be good with it. At the same time, you know, they're giving a lot of people, <laughs> they're keeping a lot of people in jobs. Yeah, so, well, I think that's also let like... Them, let them go. Yeah, I, I think that's the reason why they say, oh, The Simpsons is going to be the last season and then the network wants more money. So they renew them and they basically force them into another contract and offer them an obscene amount of money and... <laughs> <laughs> Over the time, the writing staff is more focused on single episodes of The Simpsons. So at the beginning of the Treehouse of Horror series, they would have, you know, five writers where like one or two person was writing each segment. And then it sort of coalesced down to this point where it would be one person was writing all three parodies. Mm -hmm. And it sort of stuck with that. And I think that that's true of like a regular a regular season. Mm -hmm. Like they have a very clear writer. Well, I think that's something that you see later on with Treehouse Horror is like you'll see kind of callbacks to the earlier because they always do three, right? So you might get like something that happens in the first one that then they call back at the end of the episode in the third story. They do that quite a bit because, you know, Simpsons episode, they start with one thing and you don't really get to what the episode is about until about like 10 minutes in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the second act. Right. And you're like, oh, okay, so this is what it's going to be about. So I think they're kind of like being self-referential in that way. But also, it's we always like to be in on the joke, right? We saw that earlier in the episode. So that's funny to us. You know, I, pe people love yeah. that kind of inclusive wink. And they're good at doing that wink as well. This was, I think, 
Probably better than the first one, but I agree. I think it is. I, I think this is still before they hit their stride with the Trials of Horrors, yeah. but it's still like it, it's it's good. But it's coming. Yeah, it, it'll be in, in in relatively soon episodes. Yeah, that we I mean, you can episode. tell it's coming. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this week's episode of Watch No Evil. Uh, this has been another special episode of The Simpsons Treehouse of Horror number two. We are going to continue along with this trend. And if you liked this episode, you could have listened to it a lot earlier on Patreon.com. We are Watch No Evil on Patreon.com. This has been Matt. And this is Zach. And don't forget to tip your clowns. No? <laughs> <laughs>